0: Warning: This content has delayed commentary on NBA predictions. Spoilers not allowed. Thank you. Podboys Productions.
1: All right, welcome back to Brooklyn Rebound Podcast, episode 126, I believe, if I remember from yesterday when we did part one of this here super playoff preview episode and you know we're cutting it short you know we're cutting it close on the playoff preview as the official playoffs start tomorrow it's your boy pod drew me and my boy pod over there talk to the eastern conference preview of the playoffs yesterday and now we're about to get into the west how are you doing on this fine friday evening pod
0: Well, considering that I don't know time, and I don't think the listeners know time when they listen to this podcast, you know, because everything's relative. Good qualified
1: because if you're just going to say listeners don't know time, that's pretty insulting.
0: I mean, I don't like insulting our listeners or our watchers or voyeurs. Um, I do like calling it how I see it. And when I see it, I call it, or when I hear it, I might scream it. So I'm ready to talk some nibba, West Coast fun, fun time? I don't know why fun time came out, but that that's where I'm going with it.
1: I don't either. <laughs> I mean, I said it, I mean, it will be a fun time. I mean, we're going to have a little fun time now checking in on the currently the, the final playing game going on right now as we speak. Second quarter just starting, or it's, it looks like a commercial now. I don't know if the second quarter. I think it has started, and maybe they had a timeout here. But uh, these Grizzlies got off to a hot hot start. I don't know, the refs might have intervened a little bit. We'll see. I saw one bad call, but now at the end of the first quarter it was tied, or actually the, the Warriors might have took a, a, a small lead. Um, we we're doing a little pre-game, our pre-game, a little pre-show, chopping it up uh, preparation, so I am kind of missed uh, what was happening at the end there. But I did watch the first uh, part of the first quarter here where John Moran and the Grizzlies got off to a real hot start. But, you know, I think we should probably uh, maybe talk about the other matchups that we know are going to go down. Of course, uh, in the first part, you know, we we made our Eastern predictions. but uh, And I know you're still excited. How excited are you based from just from yesterday about that Nets-Celtics game you're going to attend tomorrow? Let's just get a, a quick check-in on your excitement level here.
0: Well, I mean, I think it's just amplified because – With a couple of my friends back and forth exchanges, one of the articles that were sent to me um, was a GQ article uh, saying, "Who are the Nets?" I know. uh, Who are the Nets fans, and
1: or where are they from?
0: And basically, and and this is a valid point because me and you have talked about this in the past.
1: How? Yeah, I mean, I have commented before. Maybe it's not. I don't know if Nets fans probably don't like this type of talk, but. Just from my personal experience, going to some games, going to a fair amount of games, and a lot of this hasn't been in the past couple of years. No one was going last year, obviously, but... Uh, I was, I was I, going. I you was were going, going uh, in the uh, in the bubble? I was going in the bubble.
0: Actually, no, I was there because I was on the video screen on one of those fans. I was there.
1: Right. Yeah, virtual. The Brooklyn Brigade, that's right. Mm. But the, regardless... The, the, um, the block. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, I, sorry, did I call it the wrong thing? Brooklyn so
0: I, block, I mean, blockade.
1: Oh, yeah, blockade. It's a Brooklyn blockade. Brigade, blockade. It's a similar <laughs> one. By the way, Memphis does have a five-point lead with a, a eight and a half minutes to go in the second quarter. here. That, but, it's,
0: actually, um, it's actually an eight-point lead. You're a
1: little behind there, buddy. Oh, I just saw that. I just saw <laughs> the three go down, so my feed's a little bit behind. Uh, I didn't even actually see you hit that three, but anyway. Yeah. Go ahead. My, my only point being, what uh, most of the games I've gone to, whether uh, it's my Cavs at the Nets, or and I went to a bunch of other games too. Uh, it, it wasn't a, the home crowd wasn't the best in terms of there was a lot of away fans at, at most of the games. So I think maybe that that'll start changing anyway. But um, you know, it's not the best. They don't have the best uh, home court advantage. Maybe one of the worst. Like Clippers have a bad one as well. You know, with a lot of opposing fans they play actually in the arena with a, the most popular team, the Lakers, so it's a little different mm-hmm. too, but um but it is the same sort of thing too with two New York teams also. But but so it was the point of this G Q article, figuring out who the fans are and then like say was it saying that there are actually a lot of fans that are Yeah know, covered it was, or,
0: it was saying like it's like a it's a mystery because they don't see that. Uh, I actually didn't read the whole thing, but the reason why I shut it down and finishing it or even going past the first paragraph, it was uh, Cam Wolf. That's the writer. And I clicked on his bio, uh, props to being a writer in a gentleman's quarterly magazine that doesn't cover sports all that much. Cam Wolf is a style feature writer at GQ. Formerly, he was at Racked as the menswear editor and complex as the style news editor. Now I, I feel like we're gonna spend about 10, 15 minutes diving in. I could at least spend 10, 15 minutes in going in on Cam Wolf, you know, just go in my bag, maybe just take yeah. out take out a razor, you know, take out,
1: I will, take out Listen, I've heard of I've heard of a Cam Reddish, certainly mm-hmm. the hogs. Mm-hmm. I've heard of a, a, a timber wolf. Mm-hmm. Or a cam wolf. What is this? I don't
0: it's uh it's, it's like a cam boy or a cam girl it's it's, a, it's just that's
1: our other podcast but that's that, it's not one of these episodes <laughs> anyways but, um... but you're not going to go too hard on them right now it's not where they're already but you, you it's not that you didn't want to you just don't like reading so you didn't want to finish the article it he said some things that you didn't like is that what the case is you don't like the tenor of the article
0: no i clicked on it and then there's a gift sent and then i just kept on looking at that so i got a little ADHD, and i forgot what i was doing uh, immediately um but from the couple sentences that i read there uh and there this is valid uh he said that wh- who are the brooklyn nets fans and he's trying to figure out i think it's a very it's like when you go to new york city you're asking like where do i get the c train like he he's yeah. asking that question because he's so interested
1: Okay, can I can I follow up with that though? Like do you think this uh, he's writing this article Mr Wolf is writing this article in good faith, or do you think it's kind of a headpiece of like to dunk on the Nets not having or something like that? You well know? I think um, if Does he actually wanna know who they are?
0: I think so. I mean a lot of a lot of uh, a lot of fans are aspiring Nets fans. Um, they just don't know it yet or they're they're I would say they're binetual, um, you know, just by very focused on where they are now, but then they might switch to the other team. And with camp, with Mr. Wolf here, he has gone above and beyond wondering by writing a whole op-ed article in a fashion magazine, let alone someone that you don't really look at for your sports sake, but, you know, he does him or he does others or he wants to do others and being a Brooklyn Net fan um and you know with what's the actual point that you made uh previous to this me um you know just going in on him when i said I was oh yeah what well,
1: was the point i don't know if i picked up on him.
0: no your point your point
1: uh, oh, i'm back back on your back. point <laughs> yeah yeah yeah
0: i mean I, in past podcasts i've uh, vocalized the reason why and uh, just restating it for anyone who hasn't heard my voice and really got turned on, uh, at any point, uh, they can, they know that Brooklyn is a city that is the fifth most population in America. Well, at least I know now, uh, it's probably one of the most transplant cities, meaning like most traffic coming in, uh, in the past 10, 11 years, um, and people moving in. I'm sure there's now, there's a lot of, people which was both
1: in. of us when we both lived there that we were both transplants. Right?
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, I have family in Brooklyn, and I'm only, like, a couple... I'm less than 100 miles okay. away. I, I'm less than 100 miles away when I moved, so, I mean, it's not... It, that's not... I, yeah, all right. you know what You
1: I'm didn't saying. grow up on Canarsie Boulevard. I mean, I, I... No, yeah,
0: go ahead. but I listened to all of Taleb Quali and most stuff that I needed to listen to, and Biggie before that, and uh, uh, Dead Prez, and uh, MOP. Anyways... I know enough history about Vince Lombardi being born in Brooklyn that no one ever references except your boy Podnam here. Another football reference for no reason. I, I don't know Vince why. Vince
1: Lombardi from my alma mater, Fordham University, he was the pledge. Oh, I had, I had
0: no idea. And uh, from, Mike, Mike Barink is right here. He's, he's from Fordham as well. But what I'm saying is these fans that come and visit and invade Brooklyn is... It's people that are living there or in New York City because they want to come to the hottest new arena. They want to see the Oculus. They want to try the food. They want to see basketball. You have the Knicks who are rightfully so shitting all over the Nets saying that we can't sell out our tickets. But, I mean, once they're eliminated in the second round, maybe it won't even matter.
1: Uh, and I, you picked them. I mean, you. oh, yeah, I guess you, oh, the second round. I, I picked them to get eliminated in the first round. We'll, we'll see. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I was
0: I want to pick the Hawks, though, but I I feel like it's, they are a good team, and I'm not going to deny that just because there's this made-up rivalry that doesn't exist, kind of like the Mets-Yankees. There's not a rivalry. It's just two names that have New York or basketball in them, whichever, I mean, whichever. The Net,
1: I, to be fair, the Nets and Knicks could develop more of a real rivalry, I think, because they're in, unlike the Mets and Yankees, which are in two separate leagues, you know, AL, NL. They don't. Interleague play, whatever, but they're not really natural rivals like that. It's just city things. Same with like the Cubs and the White Sox, you know. But with with the Lakers and Clippers, and the, and now the Nets and the Knicks, they should they could potentially be real good rivals because they are in the same division, you know. Or,
0: yeah, yeah, I think yeah, so.
1: Yeah, the division and league, uh, conference, you know. So,
0: well, the problem with with that, not the problem, I guess. What I feel, uh, and you can agree or disagree on this, is. Rivalries are developed in the playoffs, like true rivalries. No one's yeah. like, oh, we beat you, we sucked you regular season, what? 3-0 and in the regular season. Like, no one brags about that. That never happens.
1: I completely agree. That's why I'm saying this, because, like, like, going back to my Cubs, White Sox example, or Yankees, Mets, mm-hmm. you're not going to have a lot of playoff games. It don't have to be the World Series. That's the only time you're going to match up. But with the Nets next, this could be, next several years could be playing in the playoffs all the time. You know, it could really develop.
0: So, yeah, I mean, this year they could be a, a 21-year anniversary for the Mets-Yankees because that 2000 was really rough on me uh, as a Mets fan, having all my Yankee friends, friends like, hanging out. Even Red Sox fans weren't friends that weren't rooting for the Mets. They were just rooting for the whole
1: series to explode, you know. Um, so, they should definitely root for the Mets in that case. But regardless... <laughs> Yeah, I feel like we're getting a little bit off track here. Should we go back to the, the Western Conference uh, uh, review, or, well, or do you want to wrap up this Nets? Was there something else with this article? Or?
0: Yeah, I think because I, I went in the bag with him, I want to just defend the Brooklyn Block, Brooklyn Brigade, the Brooklyn Nets, the Brooklyn Knight, uh, Jay-Z. Uh, Wait, uh, I thought
1: it was called the Blockade, or is that what I said that was wrong?
0: Yeah, no. You put lemonade and block together is is Brooklyn block, but anyways, uh, just anyway. block. Yeah, uh, actually, I think like D block. I don't know if you know that.
1: Blockade well, rapp- would be. I don't know. Oh,
0: let's go, let's go let's go with blockade because I don't know if I'm infringing on any copyright, So blockade it is. Um, and and so the the fans that represent that show up that go in hard and. During the really bad times, I would say there's two very varieties. There's the ones that are from New Jersey, or at least the Jersey area, that are hardcore fans, and that fans but, yeah, yeah, for for sure uh, that travel. And most of them maybe as far as Newark. I think that's where the cutoff is for a lot of them. Uh, that travel in and so just go, far. wow. <laughs> I mean, from from what I see online, from like yeah. people that that try to prove that. <laughs> have kind of boast or do boast about their their fanhood to the team and commitment it is it is pretty cool that there are fans that haven't denounced it and th- on the other end there are fans that feel betrayed and they become Knicks fans which also is really weird right
1: if it was me i wouldn't become a knicks fan that per se but i i don't know if i would have gone along with that myself i mean it's kind of like the charge the chargers and motelle from san diego i think most san diego fans were like nah forget about this and that's still pretty close proximity but you know it is you know i don't know
0: no i agree i agree it's hard to lose a team uh and it's hard even if it's like i don't know one and a half hour drive it it, the name itself has completely changed and the identity and the branding and everything so it's not
1: like new jersey has anything professional wise else are they the devils i guess so i'm wrong immediately but you know but it's still you know so probably people from New Jersey feel, especially Northern Jersey, feel like they're so tied in with New York already. They want to have their own, somewhat of their own identity. So I can see, you know. Right.
0: So that goes in with my argument, or just my defense, is that the fan base, the New York, this franchise started as the New Jersey Americans for one year, and then they went to the New York Nets in Long Island for several years, maybe ten, fifteen. Then they went back to Jersey as the Nets, and then now the Brooklyn Nets. So how do you? How do you compare a fan base that has basically rebranded itself four times? And... Also,
1: was that the ABA that they started in rather than the NBA as yeah. well? Exactly.
0: How? Yeah, it's uh, ABA with Spurs, Pacers, Nuggets. Uh, I think that's it. Four, and up, four teams, yeah. Uh, the Louisville uh, Colonials were supposed to make it, and I think the San Diego, another one, was supposed to make it but didn't. Um, and that... That's the most fascinating thing, because everyone would just be like, oh, yeah, we're next, we sell it out, or like Chicago. You have teams that have had the identity uh, that has been the same identity forever. If there was a San Diego chart or LA Raiders went back to old Oakland, LA, they had the same brand. Like, they had the same look. There's nothing that changed other than the location. Now they're Vegas. I think that's a complete different animal, right? Yeah, yeah. Right, and... And, you know, now that... The now cops that, are
1: showing up to you, <laughs> Back here, all
0: right. Sorry uh, about that. But, like, it's a little long-winded what I'm saying, but my point is that the fans and the diehards that commit to the team uh, can, and that let go of the team can change more in this particular franchise than most franchises, I would say, because it's a divide. Jersey versus New York is a real thing. Brooklyn versus Manhattan is a real thing. And then you have all the transplants. Sprinkle that in. You hear go go, go. You see Lakers fans that show up on that dick ride uh, to show up to every game. Toronto invaded during the playoffs. Chicago Bulls invaded. Atlanta didn't. Like Atlanta didn't come to Barclays. No one really cares about the Hawks. Uh, but like, wow, that's just the way it is. I mean, they might change well,
1: I mean, Nick, Nick, a Hawks. I mean, if I if I get my uh, not my wish, but my prediction correct, mm-hmm. we could be in for a Hawks at Nets playoff series. Uh, I guess would they have to win? Would the Hawks have to beat the Knicks then someone else to get to the Nets, or no? Would it be? Would,
0: they would uh, have to be conference finals. Uh, They're under. It would have to
1: be a yeah. conference finals. Yeah,
0: and that would be amazing
1: yeah. if that happened. Be. I bet I bet you see some Hawks fans showing up, but we'll, we we'll see. Um. Yeah, there it would have to be conference, but anyway, yeah, I, yeah. I mean, hopefully, it's it's going to be colored a little bit too, obviously, because the super quote unquote super team, whatever. You know, people get on board because of that, and that's more less of like. I mean, it's still people going to the games too because of that, but just right. people being fans in general, not even talking about being in the arena whatever. But right, but I think I know. I, I think it's a good thing though. I mean, I think that what. From your perspective, you want the Nets to have their own identity, right? That's not tied to all this history. Yeah. Or still want to have.
0: Well, they this is the first year they actually um encompassed New Jersey with the uh, blue uh and red jerseys and and even originally when they had the in the Raptors, Raptors in the Raptors A- and in Toronto apparently. Um
1: Raptors up in the Raptors. That that is probably your man for right now.
0: I, that would be Jurassic uh, Center or Jurassic Stadium, the movie with Chris Pratt in it. Um, and they had all the retired, like the NBA champions when they won, which is 1974, and the Knicks won in 1973, I believe, the NBA. So technically, the last New York basketball championship wasn't as, uh, in a different league. And during that time, I mean, when they posted the, the banner, it was red and blue and then they had jason kidd red and blue jason williams red and blue all the like all five of the retired things uh of the nets and atlantic atlantic division champions or eastern conference champions during the kid years then the next year they changed all the the color pattern they put black and white uh so they honored their history initial season 2012 2013 then they changed it going forward now it's coming back and i think brooklyn knows that and their franchise recognizes that you know this, the history of this team is important, and I think this Brooklyn is going to be the middle point because technically, geographically, it's also the same. Long Island is further out, New Jersey's here, and then you got Brooklyn right in the middle. So I think this identity will stay. I think there's no way I don't. I'll say never say never, but Brooklyn Nets will be Brooklyn Nets forever. I would say, basically, moving forward, as long as the league exists, I don't. I don't see how uh, a huge city. And a huge population doesn't support a Barclays Center for any event, for any basketball. Even women's WNBA, they got New York Living now.
1: So, yeah. Okay. I mean, so, so we did a little more Nets talk than I was originally anticipating on the Western Conference playoff preview. But I mean, I think it was good. That's that's a, a, a interesting. A, it's interesting to think about. Just. I mean, just
0: just tell them to at me, all right? At me, at, yeah. at Brooklyn Rebound. At us, at Brooklyn Rebound. And let us know at if you At you personally. You disagree. At personal. me, at, at somewhere. Just look up who
1: I am, and you'll find me. Whatever. We'll find the blockade, or the block, and then maybe you get get in touch with them that way. I mean, you should, Brooklyn, you should blockade the Gowanus Canal, keep these Knicks fans out. I guess that might be the other direction. But anyway, uh, let's talk Western Conference. I mean, we're still... Um, I I just t- shut off the Grizzlies' dubs game. It's getting toward the end of the half, but I was slowing down my my shit right here, so I'll put it back on in a little bit. Uh, we'll see what who's gonna play them Jazz in Utah. But where do you want? Do you want to start then with Lakers uh, at Suns? I do. And seven seed at two seed. I also
0: want to know why there's a fan noise that will be disrupting. The rest of the recording, so I'm going to check right now. You can still talk and do commentary
1: of this game, play by play, if you want. It's on your end. You think this fan knows? Oh no, you? I'm pretty sure I know some and know about that. All right. Well, so the Lakers obviously are playing uh, in this. I mean, it's they're playing the Suns because they beat the Warriors the other night, um, which we touched on in the first part of the pod, year Eastern Conference preview, but. Uh, most people would not have thought that the Lakers would be in this position of being a 7th seed. But, of course, LeBron missed a good amount of time. Davis missed time. He always does. That's to be expected. LeBron it does not usually. I think this is maybe some of the most time he's ever missed. Maybe one other year. Um, one year in Miami, maybe he missed a chunk of time. But I think this is maybe the most because uh, he's just a freak of nature. doesn't get injured a lot. And Nam, of course, uh, ha- a couple episodes ago, or maybe last episode, had a- his own theory on some COVID stuff with LeBron, some uh, vaccine stuff. We won't go back into that right now, but listen back to that one for that conspiracy theory. But the point being, the Lakers did not win a lot of games. They're like the opposite of the Wizards, basically, who we talked about yesterday, uh, were-, were wrapping things up at the end of the season, playing their best basketball. The Lakers lost a lot of games without LeBron, Davis, and a combination of both and whoever else. Schroeder missed a lot of time at the end of the year as well. Now they're all basically back, I believe. I don't think they're missing anyone major. Um, I do think the Suns, it's a little unfortunate for them and Chris Paul specifically, one of the main reasons the Suns are in the two-seed, surprisingly. Mm -hmm. Uh, Also, of course, Devin Booker, you know, he's been good for a while now. He's... Him and some other guys put it together with the help of Chris Paul. Ma-
0: Monty Williams being the coach of the year, could be the coach of the year, at least by the
1: association he was named coach of the year. Coach of oh, the year. Was that wait, What is the association to have it different?
0: So the co- it's like the Writers Guild, uh, like the Actors Guild. It's the coaches' uh, people, I and mean, all the coaches voted for him as being coach of the year.
1: Does the regular coach of the year come out, though, like and, and the MVP and all that, that comes out after the playoffs, right? Or does it not? I don't even remember
0: now. Uh, they used to do the awards. At least they tried that for one year or two years. Uh, I think they're going to release it as someone leaks it, as Shams leaks it, as um, was
1: leaks it, or Calder Haynes or us. You know, we have sources, too. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would expect that he probably will still get it. I mean, I guess Thibodeau could get a little... Look or something because of the next, but overall, yeah, probably Williams. Um. So anyway, though, I I kind of am in the spot where I like the Suns team. Like, if they were playing, they weren't playing LeBron. I might be inclined to pick them. I mean, it depends. Like, uh, it's tough either way because one thing is like Chris Paul obviously has a ton of experience, but most of the team does not does not have the play of experience which is crucial um, you know in the in the playoffs in the NBA more so than any other sport I think uh, of the major ones you know even just as a franchise you seem to build up this experience point in the postseason specifically so I think I think they kind of got if I were them I would have wanted to play the uh, the uh, Warriors probably or I guess the Grizzlies or however I guess they, they couldn't have played the Grizzlies but uh, I would have wanted the Warriors to win, maybe. Um, because I do think the Warriors, like, obviously Stuff could shoot the lights out, win a couple games for them. We could, we'll see what happens. I mean, We'll see what even happens with this Grizzlies game. But I, I would like their chances better in a shootout, the Suns, uh, because Booker himself could go off and have a put-up 50 at any time, you know. Um, rather than playing... You know the Lakers who have who can defend better, and LeBron, And the main thing is just LeBron. Like it's it's Chris Paul versus LeBron, and Chris Paul never wins that one. Maybe this is the year, but it's just, even you know even yesterday throwing up the three at the end to win it in that Warriors game. Like he, LeBron just gets it done. I have a hard time believing that he's going to go out in the first round of the playoffs here. Mm -hmm. I'm going to root for the Suns, don't get me wrong. I'm rooting for the Suns. I mean, the Suns are the team I would want to go to the finals the most probably of any of the teams this year. I would like it to happen, but I can't in my own good conscience say that it will happen. I do think, I don't think it's going to, I think it'll be a good series. It may go seven. Uh, In fact, I'm going to say it will go seven, and the Lakers win in seven. Yeah. Do you have a difference of opinion? What's your thoughts on this one?
0: Well, I mean, a lot of things you said, to, <clears throat> excuse me, <clears throat> a lot of things you said towards the end uh, were things I was uh, thinking about and actually wanting to say. So you said a little bit, but let me put it this way I think that the Lakers are going to lose to the eventual Western Conference champions,
1: which are. The Suns? Yes. Yes. Yes, oh, you are boy. correct. Um,
0: there's a n- number of reasons. Let's go with first. Um, the Lakers look weak. Uh, they look really weak. I know LeBron is a gamer. He's he's one of my favorite players. He's definitely my 1A greatest of all time. I mean, that's well, actually one of my favorite players just to watch um, in general. So uh, I think... His ankle is bigger than what we think it is. Uh, he does complain about a lot of things, even when his, he lost that last time in whatever finals game. He said, oh, my wrist was broken. Fine. Oh, he, we'll,
1: LeBron's going to cry during the game and maybe after, you know.
0: It's going to happen. Yeah, but, I mean, I guess if he wins enough games and wins a the title, <laughs> I guess crying it, it's all in yeah, good.
1: Here, so. Yeah. Here's the other thing, though, just to, just real quick, not to get caught into your uh, – here, but oh no, that's fine. Just cut with it with the uh, <laughs> I'm gonna let you finish, but yeah, no, yeah. uh, what, what, what I didn't think to say, what, what I want to about why the Lakers will also win the refs, man, they're gonna be on the Lakers' side. It's gonna happen, it, it is gonna can. happen. That's I almost I can guarantee it. They were on their side against the Warriors for the most part. I would say it was an okay ref game, um, uh, but even that, even against the like a LeBron team. Is go and the Lakers as a franchise in general, and but especially with LeBron, it's going to be tough on any opponent. Mm -hmm. They're going to get a ton of free throws, uh, and there's going to be calls that don't look great. I just see it happening, so especially gets down to game seven. But sorry, go ahead, continue. I mean,
0: well, there's a couple things also I was going to say, but I'm going to touch on that point that last point right now that you just said. Um, in regards to the calls and the refs and everything, you have Chris Paul, NBA Player Union, very savvy, gets a lot of calls, does a lot of that flopping.
1: Is, that is true. That and,
0: is true. And he's a very good communicator to the refs. He's also very, he never gets teased. He's always very professional around them. He may complain, but not the way LeBron does. Not the way that Montez Herald does, that uh, uh, Anthony Davis does. Basically, the whole team, except for Jared Dudley, because... That's my boy. I love Jared Dudley, um, and
1: I've seen and, him be a little, be annoying to you, though. But okay, yeah. yeah.
0: but I mean, he's a media guy too. He's going to have his own show probably at some point, just non basketball related. He's he's a funny guy, a former son as well. So this is a grunt <laughs>
1: revenge match for yeah. A decade later, <laughs>
0: <laughs> a decade later, and five teams later. Yeah. Uh, actually, no, he came back to Phoenix for one for one season. Okay, yeah. Yeah um do you believe, let me ask you this do you believe in how franchise history plays out in terms of like over a 25 year span or actually go back to cleveland versus chicago in, in the late 80s early 90s do you believe the Cavs and bulls have a history like the number of wins matters uh head to head over the course of time like if you look at uh people say like oh there's like a statistic uh, the Nets have never beat against the Spurs on the road until last uh, until last this past season for 25 years.
1: I, so, I believe th- I do believe in things like that in general. I don't necessarily agree with your specific example. I think the Bulls' casting was Jordan specific. With the Lakers, I think it's different, and not even just LeBron really makes it that way, like doubly. But the Lakers as a franchise, I feel like not the Bulls as a franchise aren't this way. Uh, The Lakers as a franchise will get calls for the, like, the league wants the Lakers to be media, uh, media, whatever, ratings, all this stuff, like, they're gonna, they're gonna go for the Lakers.
0: Right. So So I I agree that there will be some calls, but the only way that's effective is if the games, if the series goes to seven games and everything's tight and tight. I don't think that's going to be the case here. I think for okay. multiple reasons, but touching on the, the previous thing that I mentioned, mention, because I don't want to miss this, uh, without even looking at the uh, basketball history, of basketball reference, I can say 1999, maybe, I think it's 99 and 2000, 2000, the year the, the uh, Lakers won their first championship, I believe, uh, the Suns played the Lakers and you can check this out. I think it's second round and Rodney Rogers, Jason Kidd. um, Jesus, uh, Tony Delk, I think, was on the team. Uh, Anthony Hardaway didn't play. Uh, Jesus, there's a whole bunch of them. I think Sub- no, also was on the other team. Um, and they lost, I think, in five, maybe six. I mean, the, the Suns might have gotten one game. It might have been a gentleman's sweep. But a lot of the shots, I remember watching this in high school, and I remember the Suns had all the weapons to match up against the Lakers in terms of three-pointing, uh, shooting, and driving in, and one of the best point guards of all time, right? But you got Cap Kobe, and Shaq, so it doesn't matter. Um, and that was in the second round. The, the other two times the Suns played the Lakers in the first round was against Kobe, either back-to-back or uh, a season skips, and the Suns won both times um, in the first round. It was Tony Suns. Uh, and then the Alvin Gentry Suns in 20... Ten, uh, they lost in the Western Conference Finals. Jason Richardson, that Ron Artest shot, metal shot, where he shot it and it yeah, hit, that's really hit, hit and put back. Uh, that was nuts, um, and they got that lucky balance and went to the like Lakers. Said and went to the finals. The reason why I so, say this, uh, the reason why okay. I say this is the first round is probably historically uh, and definitely historically so far has been the Suns advantage and I'm only doing this because they do have a rivalry the Suns and Lakers do have a rivalry we talked about in the playoffs the Lakers usually end up winning it Um, but with with this team this team is different this is a different beast this Suns team has a lot of the defensively sound uh, the GM your boy James Jones put this together and thinking of who the competition would be I think he just got the job last year I forgot. I
1: completely forgot he was the GM tour right now. Honestly, myself. Yeah, oh, he
0: and just, he, he knows LeBron James, right? He's friends with him. He
1: knows. I think th- might have. Uh, it hung out a few times.
0: Yeah, and he knows LeBron is his biggest threat. So he put together a team that can take LeBron away for take away weapons or parts of LeBron. You can't you can't take away LeBron. Only Space Jam can do that. Or uh, yeah, just Space Jam. Um, <laughs> So this the Suns team is going to win in five games, and it's not going to be five
1: pretty, games.
0: It's going to be ugly. Wow, that
1: is bold, you know. That is bold, Podnar. Hey,
0: you don't you don't get the normal takes here on the Brooklyn Rebound podcast. We're not we're not first take. We're not the jump. We're not whatever that Nick Wright guy does. I forgot what he does in uh, Fox Sports. Who who knows, sure. anyway. We're
1: Not that. And we don't care about that. Yeah.
0: But but like. Based on what I was saying, there is a chance that the Suns team will shock this team, uh, the Lakers, and shock the whole world, because... Actually, no, why am I even no. saying shock? They're, they're
1: second. That they would be shocking if they win in five games, though.
0: Right. Because, because like, the
1: Lakers aren't a real seven seed. They're really not. Like we, like I was just saying, all the t- games LeBron, Davis, whatever, missed, Schroeder, all that stuff, like, they're not a real seven seed. If it was, like... If if they hadn't missed that, I know they did. But if they hadn't, it would be a, at least a four seed, probably minimum. I think so.
0: It's all about matchups in playoffs, and we, I've said this over and over. And I don't know if you believe it, but I think it's matchups. It doesn't matter the rankings, the stadiums will be more capacity. Won't be maybe up to fifty. I don't know what how each stadium operates right now. I'm not checking each state.
1: I think this is kind of an even matchup too, from that perspective. I do want to move on to here because we've we'll going along on this, but. Like even just the veteran show of Chris Paul versus LeBron, and also their ability to take over a game, influencing the refs, influencing the other players, their own players, all that stuff. That's that. We've got uh, uh, Davis versus DeAndre Ayton. Probably he's, advantage. He's going to be
0: the key. No, he's going to be the key. If a- the reason if Ayton plays, his stats doesn't go below that and matches Anthony Davis' rebounding numbers and in defensive indicates. One part of Anthony Davis' game. Anthony Davis is one of the top 10 players in the NBA. I'm
1: just saying. You're right. You're right. right. I think. I mean, ultimately, Booker will be the X factor here, I guess, is what I'm uh, the conclusion I'm coming to. And I, with all those other factors in there, I just, I mean, I certainly don't see a five-up, uh, a gentleman sweep from the Suns here. If they do get that, I think Booker is just going to be, have to be absolutely lights out the whole every game, uh, or four or five games, whatever. So,
0: they were undefeated last year in the bubble, and they didn't make the playoffs. I mean,
1: problems. he's the type of guy who can, because he hasn't had a lot of that opportunity yet, obviously, but he does seem like the type of guy who, oh, uh, who maybe a little bit like a Kyrie or, you know, like that, that's going to be getting up for the big games, the big spotlight. So, hey, I hope you're right. I honestly hope you're right. I, 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 I completely do. I just can't believe in it, but we will see. Um, so let's talk about the Mavs Clippers now. Oh, uh, uh, or well, no? Or we, just no I half, we just saw harder. half.
0: Just saw halftime, and I think the Grizzlies were up by 13 points against the Warriors. Yes, two days ago, it was the Warriors up on the Lakers 13 points. So is that they,
1: exactly. Uh, well, I don't like how that's going, but I won't. No, that's
0: it. no, good because I think the Grizzlies would would have beat the Lakers if they were playing each other.
1: And yeah. right. Anyways, i just, yeah. just sang saying, Mavs, Clippers, which is the four or five. But do you want to talk about Nuggets? blazers first or just do you care
0: no uh let's go with your first choice i believe in your right. so
1: we'll keep stay with la i my, my not my you know now i was about to say my hometown that's not really right but where i'm residing right now i'm right over down by union station mm-hmm. um, so these clippers you know they like to disappoint their fans uh, that they do have uh they everyone wants uh, uh, last year, of course, everyone wanted Clippers, Lakers, Western Conference Finals, and they disappointed. Then after they were looking really good up to that point, um, but they're playing the Mavs now. They have the home court advantage as the four seed. The Ma- uh these are this is on, on this one. I feel like both these teams are kind of. They both have the pot- – well, I, the Clippers have more potential to actually be a contender, I think, than the Mavs. But both of these teams are kind of in a weird spot where I'm like, I could see kind of anything happening. Like, I could see either of these teams just, like, blowing it completely uh, or maybe making a little bit of a deep run. Probably more so the Clippers in terms of like I just said in the deep run. But the Mavs, I don't know. I mean, we'll see what Luka does. He's he's kind of a polarizing guy, obviously, in terms of how popular he is or what, what he's gonna do. But he but like uh, like a Booker or Kyrie, like he has had some big moments in big games, in his season. Mm-hmm. so yeah. I yeah. uh, I don't know. I, like basically, I guess I'm saying I'm not. This is one of the ones. Kind of like the kind of like the Knicks Hawks. I don't think they're the teams are anything like the Knicks or Hawks. But that other four or five seed in the East. This one that's I'm, I was kind of unsure on as well, and I'm kind of in the same spot here. I do think I like the Clippers here, but I could talk myself into the Mavs. I don't know. What, what are your thoughts? I
0: was looking at the Clippers roster, and I was really, uh, I think I got a hard on. Uh, there was a lot of players that I really like on that team, either historically or just I respect as talent. Um, and... There's a couple factors why I think I'm going to pick the Clippers, hands down, mainly because there's the major factors are you got, even though you got two, two coaches that have won a championship, Ty Lue and Rick Carlisle, Rick Carlisle is one of the coaches that are basically the Greg Popovich's of the league now, right? He, he's got his job. He, he's keeping his job. He's developing talent. He's good with that. Ty Lu got picked over another really good coach uh, underneath them that has coached underneath him before and got promoted because he's a really good coach he he got this team to really respond to him a lot of times it's just players hearing you know in their ear, it's white noise whatever whatever you know how Tai Liu does he won a championship in his first year it, his first yeah year. it is
1: kind of like the the classic players coach versus uh, mm-hmm. scheme guy or whatever you call that other you know the Carlisle is the um, yeah he makes the teams better with his I guess basketball knowledge or whatever he does like in, he's
0: a good he's, coach he should have yeah. won with the Pistons if they didn't fire him for Larry Brown he could have won easily yeah. Uh,
1: yeah. he was their coach for a long um, time and Lou is being the player himself obviously and all that stuff and he's more of that he's like keeps the locker room good together that type of guy I think I mean he was only the Cavs coach for a year and a half, whatever, to like not that long. So, and that was his first head coaching job before this. So it's not like we have a lot of, quote unquote, tape on him as a coach or whatever. Still, but that's the vibe I'm getting, and that seems to be what you're leading into too.
0: Yeah, man, they have a deep lineup. They could, e- I know, rotations get thinner in the playoffs, but they could easily play eleven players. But they don't the have Lemon Pepper Lou anymore. But they got Rondo. Uh, who is an NBA champion, who as – Lou Williams is one of the bona fide scorers, but off of bench and Electric, but you got enough scoring. You need defense. You need uh, smart IQ players, and I think the Mavs are maybe a season away, maybe to being like the top – I know they're fifth, but I think like top three, top two team, maybe a season and a half. I think Porzingis is not – That's what I was about to say, too. He could Um, easily get hurt any time
1: or just be a – yeah, like – Right. Luka Luca magic is is a real thing.
0: I believe in Luca magic. I, I think I think his step back is probably one of the better step ups step backs in the league. And he's gonna put up a triple double for the series, but that's not gonna equate when you have five defend five people that can guard him. You got Marcus Morris. You got uh, Paul Paul George, Kawhi Leonard, uh, Patrick Beverly, Terrence Mann, Actually, it's more than that. Nicholas Batum. Uh, you can do switches with uh, Serge Ibaka. Um, on them and Reggie Jackson so like you have enough bodies to throw at their best player if you take out Luca from this series just in general this the Mavs are what a 12 seed maybe a 13 seed without Luka Doncic and that isn't I mean that's not that's not something that any any I guess fan would want to see uh him not in the series because I want to watch it too but he's not enough to beat the Clippers, by far. Not at all. Okay.
1: I mean, I think you're right. I mean, I did, they do have, like, Tim Hardaway, you know. Powell. Powell, yeah, they got some guys. They, they, it's not just Luca, but I think the Clippers, you're, they should. That's what I'm saying. Like, they should win this. Part of it, maybe, is, like, I just, with the Clippers, I do have. It's like with the Knicks, too, and, like, these teams that just have, like, a little curse on them. It's these, these things that aren't, like,. Good talk, you know, they're right. not good, uh, logic, uh, logical or you know, X's and O's talk, but it's just like I feel like they could blow it, and I feel like some of the guys like Luca are on the Mavs, like, could or with Carlisle, like, they have some sort of edge. But I, I will say, I think Clippers win in six, I guess. Is that what you're going to?
0: Yeah, I think Luca's good for two games to win by himself. Yeah, I agree with that.
1: Yeah, let's back it up to six three seed, then uh, Blazers at Nuggets. Very unfortunate for the Nuggets this year because Jamal Murray is out. Obviously, was it an ACL tear or something like that? Right. A lot of people still think that Jokic will get the MVP. It doesn't really matter when we get to the playoffs here, though. I I like. I'll just say I I think the. The Blazers every other year, or so they start making a deep run. You know, with Lillard, McCollum, and the rest. I kind of like the Blazers to uh win the series. We'll we can dive into it a little more obviously. Um what why won't the Blazers get the upset here if it even is an upset at this point? Record wise it will be obviously seating wise but So you're you're high on the Blazers winning already. You're going I'm out a little bit high on them, so, yeah. I don't know if that's a hot take, mm-hmm. but I kinda I mean I, I will spoiler ahead, but I kinda like the Blazers to maybe make a deep run in this playoffs this year obviously they didn't have a great season overall they had a kind of a disappointing season Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. when the playoffs come around especially with Dame time and especially with the the league is kind of weird this year lakers low seed again seeding doesn't matter Mm -hmm. obviously that maybe goes against my point but it could be there could be a void here somewhere with Mm -hmm. that memory Mm -hmm. injury as well
0: so i'm like um I'm trying to convince myself out of the Blazers winning, um, basically rooting for the Nuggets. And I think I'm there, but I also I really like the Blazers. I always have, kind of. Um, just, I don't know, I like, I think everyone loves Dame Dollar, but at the same time we know that Hulu has live sports, so (laughs) where I was going with this is they did make the conference finals two years ago against the star-studded Golden State Warriors, uh, And they made the conference uh, semis, I think, second year for Terry Stotts. They've been pretty stable in terms of their showing up for the playoffs since Nate McMillan was a coach back in 2008. In 2008, that was the year the Celtics won that year. And they missed the playoffs one year when they fired Nate McMillan halfway through and gave Terry Stotts a job. But immediately after, they made the playoffs every year. So, Dane Lillard has been the player that has been slept on uh, this, for multiple reasons, because Portland doesn't get any airplay. Everyone knows, NBA fans know how good he is. They, there's an actual time zone for him um, that's built. He is the Arya Stark of the NBA uh, in so many different accolades. Individual superstardom. I mean, Arya Stark is really the
1: damn Dalla the damn lily. That's of, true. That's true. Of, that's true. I, I take West. that back. Yeah. No disrespect. You did it first, I to, think.
0: Yeah, I take that back. Um, I just, I don't know. I just feel like they are a little bit cursed. I feel like they're a little bit cursed for some reason. And it's unexplainable to me other than maybe maybe the TVs don't like showing them on TV. But they, they are so good with eliminating really good teams. They just can't get past where they should be, right? Get to the promised land. So... The Nuggets have never been to the promised land. They're also one of those ABA teams that we mentioned. But they have an MVP. I would say the MVP this year. I think everyone would say that is the Joker this year, right? And he's a different animal, man. Like, he's reinvented the center position. Him and Joel Embiid are, I don't know, they're freaks in a way, not to physically characterize them. But, like, you can't take away what the Joker does. Like, it's impossible. Like, if you try to take away his points, his passing is at a high High heights, and they don't have the tall bodies and defensively interior. Nurkic is not a defender.
1: That's true. That that's not a good. That defensively they're not. Yeah, they're kind of a small team, and
0: and this canter is not a defender.
1: Um, they're offensively, uh, put together. Who is there,
0: who's their other big man on their team? I
1: don't even know. Oh, on the Blazers, I mean, they don't really have another yeah. big man. That's it, right? Yeah. I was thinking Gary Trent, but he's not on the team. They got
0: Norman Powell, really good pickup on um, trade-wise, but he's not going to be the— Well, he's receiver. a guard. I know, I know. I'm just saying. I was just dropping that in as a uh, as a fun fact.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, I, I mean, Melo's not going to be going down in the paint to defend, defend it, probably. Uh, so, I, I mean, yeah, you're right about that. But the thing is, they had, especially with the deep run last year for the Nuggets, it was all about, you know— it was all about our boy, who's uh, not going to be there, Jamal Murray. So, like, that's that's the one who was really taking over these games. Without that, I just don't know if Jokic can do it. Yeah, maybe he can will them to the victory over the Blazers. But if we're talking deeper, like, if the, is this their year because of Jokic? I don't know. I don't know. I think someone else on the Nuggets would need to step up. Yeah, Obviously, no one they, they have is going to take that Murray report. Replacement completely, but someone's gonna really have to go off in a couple of games here. Who is that gonna be? Michael Porter Jr. Aaron Gordon, Michael Porter Jr. Will Barton's
0: good for fifteen points. toville McGee's not gonna go off. Austin Rivers, who was just signed, did work against the Nets. And Maybe one game he'll go off. I I can't see a consistent. Well, which is out of which Austin is. Austin Rivers going off one game is one game that no one expected him to go off for,
1: right? Like that's true. So maybe like maybe Jokic plays MVP level the whole ball, series, ball. and yeah, then ball, one ball. and then one other player each game has the big game. It could be. It could be.
0: Yeah, matchups, man. The matchup. If Joker say he scores like thirty five a game, fifteen rebounds, ten assists, he's going to average triple level
1: definitely in the series. Yeah, I don't. D- I doubt that.
0: Those assists, those touches, will get the offense flowing. They'll have to, the adjustments that Terry Satz will have to make are adjustments no one in history has not made ever. Like, how do you plan for something that no one the NBA has ever seen? It's like beyond anything, really. I mean, LeBron, when he came on the scene, he came on pretty early to just to get to the finals and beat one of the best defensive teams of all time. And no one knew how to. They know how to guard like a very good player, but his body type and the and his quickness is nothing anyone's seen. No one's seen Carmelo's body in a point guard thing. So like that unpredictability is going to be hard to face for seven games. I think
1: six. Games. Yeah, you're you're starting to convince me a little bit. I won't lie. You're putting up a good, a really good argument here for the Nuggets. I still think with the absence of Murray, though, like the three point shot is is just so necessary. I, Jokic can hit him, but he's not going to be out there consistently doing that, I don't think. Like, they're going to need someone matching whoever on the Blazers that's going to be splashing through is McCollum, Lillard, etc. We'll see. Ah, I'm going to stick to my guns and say Blazers in seven, but but I'm starting to second-guess myself a little bit here. You put up a good argument there. Well, I mean, I started off at the beginning saying I want to find a reason
0: to pick the Blazers over the Nuggets, right? Like I want to do that because I like them, but I also really believe in one player. But just because I believe in that one player doesn't mean that the other player that is their franchise right now, or at least, yeah, I'd say the main franchise and then Jamal Murray's right there. That's going to be a different animal. And the bubble was an aberration. Joker, everyone else showed up at different ways and how they were effective in the bubble. But I think now that he knows who he is and now that anyone res- like respects him and now that this guy doesn't really care about the mvp he, he probably will maybe smirk a little bit when he gets it or maybe be like huh cool you know like <laughs> he's very brook lopez doesn't really care has a personal life and a basketball life a lot of people will just invest fully you know in the basketball
1: part of it and yeah it's going to be fun i do think this will be a really good series one of the best ones for the first round of the playoffs i think yeah for sure, All right. for sure. Well, I mean, that now we're at the point where I guess we should just say, do we think whoever wins this game, though, will either team be able to take down the Jazz? Oh, this game right here, yeah. I mean... Uh, the Warriors or are, are Memphis, whoever wins this game, which is, I just turned back on, it's going a little slow, but five minutes about five minutes left in the third quarter here. Memphis has a 12-point lead, as well, I'm seeing, maybe you're ahead. Why
0: don't we fast forward to the future and find
1: out right now? Okay, let's do it.
0: Oh, wow. Okay. Did you believe that? Ja Morant, right now, got out of the game, showed up in a Google commercial and said, hey, check this out, then jumped back into the game and then dunked on, I believe it was Jordan Poole. And Steph Curry and Klay Thompson for some reason he yeah. just walked on the court.
1: I mean, well, I think it started because Klay Thompson was t- talking trash on the bench. Say, I I couldn't quite make it. I was reading his, I was trying to read his lips, and I think he was saying like, "Why don't you have an H in your name, Ja? Like that's stupid. Get that H, Ja. Live. Get out of here with that." And Moran really took that personally. It seemed like, and he dunked on Poole so hard that he knocked him into clay on the bench he might his injury might be extended i don't know actually i i, I don't care i don't like him so yeah.
0: <laughs> but i mean we hope not clay is one of the uh funniest players i know you hate i know you hate him
1: i, I wasn't uh, that out of line for him to you know talk about the missing age in his name like that it was a little you know he took it a, i think moran must have heard that a few too many times i don't know well, what was even crazier is, after that dunk, immediately, Zhao ja Rule showed
0: up out of nowhere and said, it's murder! Yeah. And then, like, he knew, and he literally set, started throwing up, uh, Not, I want to say look, those hand gestures of gun, like pew, 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 pew. Hmm. You know, he was doing that. Um, and yeah. and he started to ask one of the referees if he wanted to invest on a new islands vacation that he was doing. Is was hmm. called... Uh, Icy Hot Island,
1: uh, brought to you by Shaq's Icy Hot commercials. He yeah. was like, I swear, we won't have any concerts here. We won't have any big festivals here. It's just the uh, timeshares. But I don't know if that's true. Right. I don't really believe right. him. Yeah. And then the Warriors fans all started chanting to Morant, a derisive thing that, like Ja Rule, he got named after him because they both have the J.A. They're just chanting J.A., J.A., J.A was like, are you talking about me? I'm going to write a long column about this. They're like, no, just go write about the Lakers. That was a weird aside. But needless to say, I can't believe how the game actually ended, apart from all this circus, you know.
0: The game was really, really tight the whole way. And you didn't know if Dylan Brooks wanted to murder Steph Curry, because they legitimately have a a one-on-one rivalry that dates back to last week when they played, I think last week, and Dylan Brooks locked him up for like a quarter, and then Steph Curry went off. But then this time, Steph Curry actually went off. He went off the court, and he went to go talk to his sensei, who's also, we know, as Master Shredder. Um, (laughs) And Shredder said to him, to be one with the sun, you have to put your foot forward into a clan. And I thought that was really accurate, because after that, he came back, and he took his foot, and just kicked Dylan Brooks right in the ball. And the ref did not see it because Clay Thompson was like, hey, check out the scaffolding (laughs) and distracting the ref. He was confused because, I mean, both of them were confused. Clay Thompson was confused because he thought he was uh, under construction, which I guess his body is, but I thought he was under actual (laughs) scaffolding. And the referee was like dumbfounded that, Clay Thompson could stand up because he knew he thought he was injured the whole time. He thought he was in a wheelchair, so he allowed that. Just like in WWE wrestling, a nutshell happened. Dylan Brooks bent over, fell down, was there actually for ten minutes. No one even bothered to check on him. It was really awkward.
1: Yeah, and meanwhile the ref also called LeBron to the free throw line. Like he's not even playing in this game. That's wrong. You're reading the wrong script. So that was awkward. They cut to commercial really quick. When they went back from commercial, I don't know if you yeah. noticed this. Yeah. Master Shredder was still hanging around, and Grayson Allen actually went and stomped on his, on Shredder's foot. Yeah. I think bones were broken, which meant that no sensei anymore for Curry as well. So, yeah, I just can't believe that happened, but.
0: I mean, it makes sense because. When Oakland is going really hard, the Golden
1: State Warriors, they actually... Yeah, they are wearing Oakland on their... They were wearing Oakland right, on their jersey right. and this uh,
0: And when they say we believe, they believe in all things that maybe the normal person wouldn't believe. Like, for example, uh, the Warriors from the movie, I think it's 1979, showed up during the game and was really upset. Good pull on the year now. You know, I've never finished that movie. I, I mean, I, no, I've never... I've never... Well, no, I'm not. No, I'm not no, I started the but movie. I've never, it. I've never watched it. <laughs> you I've never. Blew I've only saw the ending, like the last 30 minutes. I've never actually.
1: Once the baseball it. dandies or whatever the name is got beat down, you're like, I'm, <laughs> I'm done, done, I'm done I'm with done. this. They remind you too much of your boy, Mister Matt. You're like, I can't. And stand they asked,
0: this. they asked him if they wanted to play. They asked the Warriors to come out and play, and this is what they showed up with: Oakland on his chest. So the Warriors showed up. It was very confusing for the rest of the NBA because the Grizzlies were ready to play, you know, the Golden State Warriors, but then the actual warriors from the original warriors from 1979 came by they left the train yeah,
1: the walter hell classic <laughs> from 1979 they
0: came by and they're ready to play and as soon as they took out a weapon they get all immediately got ejected like all of them got simultaneously ejected but then we we thought that was the best cameo of the
1: fourth quarter oh by the way i was surprised that they actually went along with it too they didn't even put up a fight, literally or physically, like, we're ejected? All right, let's hit the showers, boys. They just left. Yeah, it was... <laughs> they were just so
0: content with, like, being like, hey, someone called us. That's cool. Like, all
1: right, fine. Yeah, whatever, we'll I mean,
0: we're tired. This journey from New York City, take, you know, uh, getting over... Yeah, from
1: Coney Island all the way to <laughs> Oakland. It's pretty... I, pretty it's, tired.
0: I mean, they they were called... I didn't know the, the beach train went that far. <laughs> I think they were called earlier in the season, uh, and they finally showed up for this playing game after that they needed a couple more backup because a couple players got injured uh i guess player number uh 12 and 11 because no one can name any of the players past kevin looney so i guess it's seven eight nine maybe kelly Ubre is it the seventh one no 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 one knows but two of them actually were signed recently whereas uh jose canseco and mark mcguire uh the bash brothers and they were in there they were so ready because of all this uh, space in the NBA right now, they had a lot of chance to warm up with the bats, and they were ready. They were ready to go in, they are asking Steve Kerr, they, then they went from asking to threatening him, and then to threatening him, they actually uh, took some chewing tobacco and put it in his, in his Gatorade drink and said, suck on this, we're out of here. Not before they took a bat to, like I would say, the rest of the team. Not Clay Thompson. You you don't want to injure him again. But they they took it to the rest of the team. They should have been battling the Grizzlies, but I think they were just really focused on being part of the team, and
1: Seafair wasn't allowing it. I don't know. Based on the comedy rule threes, maybe maybe Clay Thompson should have got injured again right there. But <laughs> I, we're not talking about comedy. We're I, talking about I what happened. So. Just now, for sure, for sure. Yeah, I mean,
0: I think I think there's a lot that is going to be said when uh, the blank edit cut here for editing okay Pachu. so like everyone believes that we're doing this whole thing but then now you can put in
1: warriors you know like or grizzlies right right there yeah I hey, let's get a cleaner by the way real quick uh, and again i've cut of course i'm going to cut this back back and forth out but yeah let's give, give me give me a real clean grizzlies and a real clean warrior all right hold on <clears throat> here we go
0: the Memphis Grizz.
1: Uh, all right, all right. Yeah, take your time. Memphis Grizzlies, Golden State
0: Warriors.
1: Now I think it was good. Like one half of each of those was good. Like it, I know that I know it's not the the Memphis Warriors and the Utah Grizzlies, but you said one part of each of that. Good, so to just displace it just displays it. Maybe just say them like that's their team name.
0: I, I see. Me, 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 Fist, Warriors, and whoo, Golden State,
1: Grizzlies. Perfect. All right. We could definitely splice that all together. Even one word cut that in half, depending on the take. That'll be clean. Then everyone will know that... Me,
0: me, 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 me,
1: me fist. ...is going to play the Jazz. And it's going to sound so natural coming out of your voice like that. That being said, uh, I still think the Jazz are going to win the series, probably, right? Yeah, me too. Uh, what, how many games? I will give them... uh eh, Probably a gentleman's sweep. Yeah. Maybe six. We'll see who gets hot on the... Well, now we have to say, like, Steph Curry or Ja Moran. <laughs> <laughs> no no
0: you could just say H- whoever's hot oh you know? yeah and you could be hot physically
1: here's the problem no one's hotter physically than than our old friend Bobo who's now in the jazz of course formerly a while back of our nets yes it's so evanescent radiating so much uh He's just such a stud. So Joe, Joe Ingalls is pretty hot, too. Just, you know, he's got that deep yeah. accent. Not when he stands next yeah. to Bobo, but... Well, I mean, I would never
0: make fun of anyone that uh, didn't think COVID was real or would uh, be the the face of the coronavirus when he would touch all the microphones. I would never do
1: that. But even if he did it like in uh, 2021, even if he still is doing it,
0: <laughs> he's still doing it after. Well, I mean, if he's doing it now, uh, he's he's just he's just like pressing space or muting himself on the zoom call when <laughs> when they're having this post game. It's like I'm vexed, bro. Yeah, exactly. But this team is built uh, for success. I think the Jazz are going to win. Who's going to bring them to victory? I think Bobo will
1: win a game for them. I think
0: is Donovan Mitchell back yet? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: I believe so. Yeah, okay. Yeah, if he's so not, then I'm going to change my opinion, probably. Certainly on the gentleman sweep stuff. I think
0: they're going to full sweep.
1: I think it's going to be four zero. Oh Full uh, sweep, wow. Yeah. He's
0: won a few sweeps in the first round, I think. Uh, maybe the only? Okay.
1: Yeah, we haven't called it any sweep yet, because I think we said Nets even gentleman sweep on the Celtics. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then Jazz will be playing the Clippers if we think it's going to go that way, right? Mm-hmm. You got? I mean, I was already somewhat questioning the Jazz... I mean, the uh, Clippers over Mads, even though I don't think ultimately that'll be the case, but part of my reasoning for that question was the Clippers kind of blowing it always. Right. I still don't think that Like it's kind of weird that the Jazz are a number one seed like year, this year. I, are they really that c- could we have been in a different scenario? Could we be looking at the Clippers as the number one seed right now? Jazz at number four? Yeah.
0: Didn't it's, they on the last year,
1: list, uh last day of the year,
0: they put um or the last two games they put their bench mob in to go to four because I think they were two or three. They figured not to play the Lakers in the second round. So. Oh the
1: Clippers? Yeah. They I think they did do that. They it did, did that seem purpose. like that was the yeah. case. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, they were putting in players that it was like a couple players that was like their second game ever in the NBA or something. <laughs> like, man, this is a tough one. I guess what well, did you want who who do you have? I'm passing the buck. Um I got Jazz uh winning. You can't root
0: against a team that had our boy AK-47 on, you, you just can't. And that's that's what I'm going by. Uh, no, ultimately, I think the team that is maybe a little bit more talented on paper is the Clippers, but the team that works together, like are closer away, and but... cohesive uh, and just, okay. I guess, love each other in so many ways. You could see that, and that counts for a lot. Uh, they're a tighter-knit group. They like each other. Uh, L.A. Clippers has a lot of personalities, which has been, I think, a little bit of their downfall in, in a way. They had beef last year with a couple players thinking that they're better than Kawhi Leonard or Paul George, uh, for the most part. He had a really you know bad showing in the bubble, which I think I, I think you could just not count anyone's performance as a negative thing. You could just praise, oh, the Lakers got there and the Heat got there. Cool. Any other situation, we don't know how to play out. This year is also different, but... The Jazz consistently are tight. They like each other. They will be playing better than the Clippers will be playing together, and they will beat
1: the Clippers in
0: six games.
1: Also, just so I make sure I'm not making a mistake here, it's not getting reseeded right where even though I pick the Lakers, who are the seven seed. That, so, what I have it will be the will be Lakers playing the. I have six, seven Lakers, Blazers as the other uh, semifinal here. Or, yeah. So, conference semifinal. So, okay. And yours will be Suns. Yours will be Suns. Mine is different.
0: Well, you didn't pick. You didn't pick. Yeah, but who did you pick for Utah?
1: I didn't. uh, I'm going to pick the Clippers, actually.
0: Okay, cool.
1: Yeah. So you got Clippers.
0: I got Jazz in the conference finals. On the other side, I got Nuggets versus Suns. And I did say this. I think I'm going to go with that same theme. I think Nuggets are really talented on paper but i think the sun's got something cooking and it's not it's not their skin there's not any burn a third degree second degree first because they're just fire and i think they will be melting those rocky nuggets into what do you put gold i think nuggets are gold right
1: i think that's what, what they're supposed to be. The i think is. it could probably be nuggets of any yeah, type yeah, of metal yeah. but i think they're supposed to be gold that's yeah. what people wanted the gold nuggets yeah
0: yeah, the Suns are basically going to turn winning of the series into gold by
1: destroying—not
0: destroying. I destroying guess they'll probably win in seven
1: games. Okay. So. so I have to pick Lakers Blazers. What do you get? So I'm setting it up for for uh, what people wanted a bla- an, a uh, Lakers mm-hmm. Clippers. I mean Western Conference Finals, right? Oh boy! Not so fast. I'm taking I'm taking a huge swing right here. Blazers over the Lakers. Blazers versus Clippers in the Western Conference Finals. Nobody saw it coming. Yeah, even though I was, I was questioning picking either of those teams to even win one series. I don't know. I think this year it's the Lakers' year to blow it and not make that LA matchup happen. Well, I agree with that. So we're going, we're wildly diverging. With the East, we we're pretty on, we were pretty uh, hand hand with what we thought was going to go down. Now I have to pick who's going to go to the finals between the Clippers and Blazers. And you're picking between the Suns mm-hmm. and uh, 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 Jazz, right? Jazz. Yep. You're going yep. shock one, two. Could be a smarter move, but... Mm-hmm. Who, who do you got? Well... To face gonna... your Brooklyn Nets. Suns and Nets would be crazy. I mean, that's that's your old team that you used to like. So,
0: it's going to be crazy, first and foremost, for those teams to be... It, it feels like it's mid-90s basketball with Carmelo versus Barkley. Uh... Their uh, sons for jazz, but these are obviously two different versions of from that was 20, 25 years ago. But the coolest thing that I noticed is the sons of jazz have the same colors for one of their jerseys and court. So I think I can't wait to see orange burned, purple and purple burned orange uh, against each other because no one will know who's winning the game. Basically, everyone loses and wins at the same time because they'll burn. Uh, everyone's eyes completely, and everyone would be blind. So during that blindness, this is when Chris Paul comes out, you know, and does his tricks, and you know, does a couple nut shots here and there. We know he's pretty good at this. History has showed us in college. I think he I don't think he got away with the NBA. Um,
1: uh, if he tried, I think it. he has tried it. I, I seem to remember. Yeah, he,
0: I think he's. A, yeah, I think he blatantly went in college with the open fist <laughs> in the NBA.
1: He, college was like you can you could look up that on YouTube. Like you could see it. Yeah, he definitely right. did. That. I think, there, I think you could find an NBA one, too, though, but, um, and, or maybe more than one. And you know, I, I know we're not in a State Farm
0: commercial, but it will go surprisingly well for Chris Paul and the Suns. And they will have the first-ever NBA Enom Finals where Steve Nash faces his former team, the team that he actually is in the city that he stayed in every summer while he was a member of the Phoenix Suns. And the childhood Enam will face the present Enam in uh in a battle to the fittest in the dreamatorium. Uh shout outs to Abed and Troy. And and who knows what will happen there. I think I, I think we have to I think we have to wait for that. Uh, or we'll do a, another another precap, recap, future cap where we dive into that. But that's to be continued.
1: Troy and Abed in the final mm-hmm, hmm Alright, so you're picking your dream matchup. I mean, that's my dream matchup, too, kind of. I would love the Suns. Up. Now, I don't have the history with it as you, obviously, but I, I would love a Suns and Nets matchup. But I'm going to say it, Clippers and Nets, baby. That's what I'm going here. That's what I'm calling. These Clippers, I was on the... Fa- I, I think I have to make a strong choice here. I was almost on the fence of, like, will they even get upset by the Mavs, obviously, just 20 minutes ago. And they have such the history of choking. But... I got to make the strong choice here. I'm going to say this is the year the Clivers get to the finals. I think they're one of the only teams, if not the only team, in the NBA that's never made it to the finals. I guess they're not the only team, right? The Hornets have never made it, right? Um, Maybe a couple teams, but... No, so, I mean, there's a couple teams that have made it to the finals,
0: but I picked three teams that have never won championships, the Jazz, the Suns, and the Nets,
1: for multiple reasons. I'm just saying not even made it, not let alone win a championship, but yeah, so... I mean, I'm still picking the Nets to win, so I guess I'm saying Nets win it. But actually, I'm not ready to make that call Ooh, yet.
0: Yeah, I didn't make
1: my,
0: I didn't make mine.
1: Yeah, should we even wait till our next pod, which will obviously be before the finals? Like we could be, we could do it after the end of the first round, and and maybe the Clippers lose, and who knows, or the Suns? You know, I'm picking them too. So, or I guess we have to, we have to.
0: Well, I mean, you pick the Nets subconsciously are you said it first and I also said Nets will will win the title and and the first part I think that's going to be the case. I think we will find out as the playoffs turn we'll be able to adjust uh on the fly or if we miss that fly or that that flight and miss that plane and it got delayed then we can actually go back in time travel in the dreamatorium and and talk to younger Enon and let him know that there will be promises that will be kept in the future and you can talk to younger drew and tell him that you know you will be on an expedition to meeting one of the greatest uh podcast creators of all time and reinvent the whole show and and i think that's going to blow young drew's mind i can't wait for his young mind to be blown well don't blow it completely because if you actually if you do actually i just thought of that if we do meet our younger selves and we'll change the whole time equilibrium i don't think we should do that I guess
1: we'll find out next time. You should. I, I shouldn't come up to my young self like I'm Eve and be like, "Let me blow your mind right now." Mm. Well, I mean, if you have, if you do
0: do that, then that means I have to dress up as Gwen Stefani. which, you know? Uh, I don't like getting caught up in some spider webs like that, you know? Yeah, you're right. It'll
1: be it'll be a rough ride. Let's just say. You stop, stop. Let's drop. Let's drop this episode. Let's shut it down right now. Eighty five, eighty one, is good numbers that i like yeah i that's a random i guess you do usually end the episode by shouting out to your favorite numbers lately
0: that's true all right that'll do it for this episode. Uh, shout outs to pod drew with drew views check that out on the youtubes uh check out uh stuff from aaron on the twitch check out your boy uh pod nom on the internet uh just look me up you know just
1: randomly Let's (laughs) Let's <laughs> just let's
0: specific ra- on that one randomly. Uh, subscribe on all the feeds. Just if you if you have this on Spotify, go to iTunes or Apple Podcasts, subscribe there. And
1: if you don't get your mom's phone when you see her, sign her up for it, she won't even know the difference. Right. Uh, and
0: then you know, now nowadays you can actually set up your
1: Siri or Google
0: Assistant to play the podcast in the morning the first thing an alarm. So you can actually ask, Hey, I won't say the A.I.'s name, because then they'll turn on. Hey, G-O-O-G-L-E, listen to BKRB Network in the morning. And then you got it. You wake up with your boy, Padru and your boy, Padnam, and you'll be happier. That'll do it for this episode. Uh, good night,
1: B-Train. Was it D-Train? The D and B-Train are basically the same. One runs expressway. They are on the same line. That's yeah. where the Warriors get, get that, it. That's true. They the both account. go down. So,
0: good night, B-Train. Uh, good morning, D-Train. You gotta wake up there, right? Uh, you'll be stuck there. The other direction.
1: The other direction. Back to Manhattan. Yeah, whichever
0: I mean, you fell asleep on the train. It happens. Everyone's done it. Good wee. A bone wee. Uh, Union Station. We out. Peace. Me, 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 me,
1: me, 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 me,
0: Pod Boys Productions